What good is sitting alone in your room? Come hear the music play. Hi there, this is Russell from the Not Just For Kids podcast, popping into your podcast feed to tell you about our current series. We are taking a dive into the musical genre to take in everything from Oscar-winning smash hits. Consider yourself at home. Consider yourself one of the family. I've taken to you so strong. It's clear we're going to get along. To cult classics. Past cultural oddities. On to some more modern examples. So come join us for a few months of toe tapping, finger snapping, lyrical fun. Hi, and welcome to Bloody Good Screen Movie Club, the movie podcast that delves into the world of cinema and finds the ultimate Bloody Good Screens. I'm your host, Mike Goddard, and joining me on this journey through film are three film-loving co-hosts who I hope are in a musical mood. First up, from Groovy Movie Reviews, she is nowhere near 30-90, it's Chloe Davies. Hello. He is one of those fools who shouldn't eat at home. He should eat at home, sorry. That's not a bit long. I thought you were going to say I was over 30 then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And he, is, and he is sorry that you are sorry that he is sorry. It's Marcus Wallace. Hello there. You've done that all in one take. I'm impressed. Well done. Uh, I, I am kind of too. <laughs> I was waiting for your giggling to just sort of kick in. I was like, should I say something? Should I? I was like, no, I won't. Let's see if he does it. No, but, <laughs> but as always, penis jokes throw me off. And anyway, so this he... week on the oh, podcast, oh. we are talking about fuck off my... This week on the podcast. Inclusive. Sorry. Very true, very true. Like I said, I can, I'll do anything for a free ticket. Uh, this week <laughs> in the podcast, we are talking about musicals. <laughs> so we are doing a musical about a musical about a musical before the musical was made. So yeah, this is a perfect time to ask the question <laughs> on the podcast. What is your bloody good musical screen? So I'm going to go for La La Land, Dream Girls, and Ray. 
but what have you guys picked? So Chloe, I'm going to start with you. What is your bloody good musical screams? It was hard to pick three because I'm a big musical fan, but I've picked Rocky Horror Picture Show. I've seen that so many goddamn times now. Whenever it's on, I go watch it. Um, Little Shop of Horrors is a banger. Love that movie. Ooh, good pick. And I don't know if it's going to surprise everyone, but Chicago. Chicago is really no, good. Chicago's classic. It is so good. And I feel like no one ever really talks about it anymore. <laughs> but it's so good. And all that jazz. Yeah. <laughs> no. What are your three bloody good musical screens? Um, you're all going to hate me for this one, but I don't have any. <gasps> I honestly, I, it's, I just can't enjoy. There must be something. <laughs> No, I honestly, Disney is the closest thing. With... No, no, no biopics about musicians or anything. I will talk about this later, but okay, I, I mm, no, because I sister act. No, I, I honestly, I don't know why, but my brain, whenever they're singing and it's over two hours long, it just completely takes me out of it. I don't know hey, what I, it is. I funny feeling you're not going to like this movie. <laughs> you're actually going to be wrong but i will explain oh. why you're wrong a bit later on but okay. i just i've never it's I, I i don't know what it is like some people don't like horror films some people don't like comedies i just don't enjoy musicals i think you should try anna anna in the apocalypse though because that's oh, under two hours. That i've never even heard of that anna you and the apocalypse. it's on netflix and you should definitely watch it <laughs> it's a musical zombie movie it, it is amazing You've got me at a zombie movie. No. You've also got um, Stage Fright, which I think played better at Fright Fest than it does generally, but that's also quite a good comedy horror musical. Hmm. But no, yeah, no. It's just not you... part of my life, really. I'm afraid. Are you me <laughs> you're not even going to consider Mamma Mia? I've never <gasps> seen it. Yeah. What? <laughs> never seen it. What about Walk no, no, Not even like Walk the Line, like Johnny Cash one? Not seen it. Good film. I like Johnny Cash <laughs> and I love music. I just don't like music and films. I just, I can't help it. I just. High School Musical? <laughs> Never seen it. No? Okay. Well. That is fair enough. It's the first time anyone ever refused to answer my question. Sorry, guys. Are you offended? Not seen High School Musical. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Sorry. I've never seen it either. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that wouldn't go down well. I've been dreading that for like the whole day today. <laughs> yeah, rightly so. <laughs> well, well, it'll be a very interesting discussion later on. Um, Marcus, what are your three bloody good screens? I know you've probably got a bit Mamma Mia, so go for it. I am shooketh by Niall's response. Um, so, wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, my three picks... Can I just say, this was extremely hard to do. I had about seven plus films to pick from. And I've narrowed it down, but even now I'm a bit like, uh, should I pick other ones? So we've got Mamma Mia, of course. Uh, the Greatest Showman. And probably one of my favourite uh, musicals, Hairspray. Oh, that is a good oh, shout. Good yeah. Wasn't that for? The Greatest Showman one of my ones. I do like Greatest Showman, but I think it's got overly saturated on like all the talent shows. It kind of puts me off watching it again now. That's fair. But I do like it. I didn't enjoy it the first time. Was Great Showman the one where they did like a album that was covers of famous people doing the songs? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Hence why I mean it was overly, overly done. Yeah. Which luckily, La La Land wasn't. <laughs> but see, I'm, I'm going to back up now a little bit. I was never a fan of musicals. Hated musicals before La La Land. And I, La La Land completely changed it for me. And going back to all the, all the biopics, I really liked all the biopics, you know, Straight Outta Compton, and Walk the Line, Ray, all those kind of movies. Brilliant films. Can, Brilliant I, film. can I just say something about La La Land? Mm. La La Land is good, but for me, it's good because it's a good film that's filmed well. It just, mm. it does have a lot of songs in it. That's just yeah. like a side effect of me having to watch it. <laughs> but it is a good film. I don't understand that. Okay. Okay, okay then, no. I'm going to throw Sank at you. Oh, no. Just out, out, out of the blue, because you don't like musicals. Best Andrew Garfield movies. See, I was never actually a fan of Andrew Garfield till this film. <gasps> Not okay. even now. Uh, no, I, I, I tried to watch him. Not for me. Well, I might try and watch him again. Clean your Dirty, dirty, heathen mouth. He is the best Spider-Man. Fuck you. I've not seen him. (laughs) (laughs) But he was good in the new one. And he's really good in this film. Um, So, yeah, sorry. I don't have a favourite. I don't have a favourite one of those either. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Favourite for Nessa Hutchins? No. I don't even fucking know who that is. (laughs) Anyway. That is fair enough. That is fair enough. That is fair enough. So this week's film is Tick, Tick, Boom. The semi-biographical story about the life of Jonathan Larson, the genius behind the play Rent. It follows his journey through working through his first play, Superbia, and the relationships built and lost in between. Uh, The film follows his second show, um, Boho Days, which he performed just before he finished writing Rent which was his most popular one. And as we know from the movie, he sadly passed at the age of 35. Can we talk about this later, please? When, Jonathan? When is later? Not tonight. If I thought that what you thought was that I hadn't thought about sharing my thoughts, then my reaction to your reaction to my reaction would have been more revealing. I have been rehearsing all day. I have been up since four this morning. I have been trying to write a song for a week, and I am nowhere. I was afraid that you'd be afraid if I told you that I... Warning from the start. Bloody Good Screened is a review podcast. We do cover films with spoilerific details. If you have not seen this film, head over to Netflix now. Go check it out. You won't be disappointed, hopefully. <laughs> um, but do go and watch it. Then come back and listen to the podcast. Again, you have been warned. You can listen on, but we will spoil the movie for you. This is my pick this week. So when asking... The question normally to you guys, why have you picked it? I, it's just literally a sheer random pick, if I'm honest. Um, I am a fan of our Andrew Garfield's work. My favourite Spider-Man. I will die defending this. I was aware of this film in a musical, but I wasn't aware of it being this kind of musical. Um, but I loved this aspect of the movie. And I found the story to be uplifting, heartbreaking, with a killer soundtrack. So, what did you guys think? I'm going to start very rarely, Marcus first. 
You're a musical guy, Marcus. I know this. I know you love musicals. I know Clary loves musicals. (laughs) Now can go last. Um, Marcus, (laughs) what did you think of this film? (laughs) The check. Are you picking now last? So if me and Chloe say enough to make uh, the episode bulky enough, then you don't have to rely on Nile actually making stuff no. up. <laughs> all opinions are welcome here. I've already race. made my choice about this one. I think you're all going to be very surprised. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, to answer your question, it, it's a brilliant film. Uh, I would much rather watch a Disney, but I was pleasantly surprised by this. As soon as I saw it was Andrew Garfield, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm interested now. Um, he <laughs> put... it, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no comment uh, <laughs> he uh, plays the role really well uh, you can tell he's really getting into his character uh, and throughout the entire film it's really emotional Yeah, you sit there feeling uh, really just intense uh, and on your seat like what's going to happen next where's this going and I was invested the entire time thinking oh my god this guy's life's going to absolute shit but it could not go to shit and it just really hoping it goes well um it it kept going back and forth with all these memories all over the place uh he kept having all these tough decisions to make and it just yeah just intense is the best word i can think of to describe it uh, i really liked the connection he made to his life uh and then portraying that into the play it was almost like he was telling the story of a musical while creating the musical in this musical it's, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, he's hence good. why it's a musical about a musical inside a musical. Yeah, very musically. And another thing, which uh, my girlfriend has commented on: Have any of you lot heard of Panic at the Disco? Yeah, seen him live. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember the guy's yeah. name, but the the main singer. Uh, yes, yeah, I think you and my girlfriend said it at the exact same time, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, him. Uh, Andrew Garfield sounded a bit like him when he was singing. Can you, yeah, can you hear bit. that? Yeah. By the way, very good live. Didn't actually like them until I saw them live, and they're oh, so yeah. good live. Amazing. Yeah. Mm, big fan now. Yeah, the live me Rhapsody they do is great. <laughs> oh, I've not heard that. They've done oh, that? It is a banger. It's so I'm good. Google that later. They do it every time. <laughs> there you go. That is at least two more views on the YouTube video. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's just uh, that's all I can think about, and just that sort of vibe. There's very like a uh, indie pop uh, vibe throughout the whole film. Yeah, and uh, instrumental, I like it. Cool, cool. And Chloe, what do you think of this one? I mean, I was amazed by Andrew Garfield. He is a triple threat. Like he can sing, dance, and act. And I don't think he'd done that before this. I don't think he tried singing no. before this. He wasn't trained um, at all. No, and it's kind of interesting to see actors now doing this. Like you saw it with kind of Emma Stone, um, and she did kind of get criticised for that in La La Land. You can kind of tell she wasn't trained, um, and I do think actors are kind of taking over these musical roles um, without you know having prior training. But I think he did a really he took you know did a really good job with it and transitioned really well to that. Um, he seemed really naturally good, um, and he has this just like infectious energy that throughout the whole thing. And he really keeps it up the whole time. Um, I loved it as Lin-Manuel Miranda's director. I can't say words. It's his first time directing a film. And he's a funny, he's an interesting person because he kind of shot to fame because of Hamilton and everyone loved him. 
but then he kind of everyone kind of started hating him <laughs> so the fact that everyone loves this seems i've seen a lot of praise for this film um is kind of interesting i think because he's not seen in the he's he cameos in the film briefly but because i I don't know people just have this horrible reaction to seeing limo miranda and stuff now um but he did a great job directing and i think he really understands the material and he's really good at what he does in theater so he was really the perfect person for this um i actually enjoyed it more on the second viewing because my sister loves theater and she kept interrupting the first time whenever a broadway star would show up it was really annoying and i kind of hate how happy i know that this film is going to make theater nuts yeah. They shouldn't be that happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, while, while I'm not a huge fan of Rent, I do love the music in that. And you can kind of hear this the Rent style of music sort of in this, because um, this came before that. So it, it was kind of interesting to hear how his music had evolved to Rent. Um, and, you know, I think even if you're not familiar with the story or the person behind the musical there's a lot of relatability to the character because obviously he is based on a real person and he wrote this musical about himself that it's a one-man show before it got developed into a three-person show um and yeah I think his desperation to make something of himself is really relatable and the film is like kind of beautiful and also terrifying because it kind of reminds you that success doesn't need to be achieved at a certain age but also the clock is always ticking and I guess mm. she kind of encourages viewers a little bit to like just do what they want. Um, so I think that's why it's kind of. I think a lot of people have enjoyed it for that reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, that's why I like it. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, what about you now? Okay. Well, I want to say Surprises. I want to start by saying something negative, and that is when I come to power, <laughs> all musicals will be twenty-five minutes long, and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> I will vote against you. Oh, well, t- oh, fuck you. <laughs> Maybe later. Um, I love this film, but Hooray. <laughs> right, it's weird because I I caught sort of offhand listened to sort of a documentary about this in the car. Uh, it was on Radio Four, and they were literally explaining about the guy and you know how he died before he managed to see Rent, which he you know put all his effort in, and it was it was really sad. So like, I didn't realise that I knew that until I started watching about halfway through and I was like, I know this story. <laughs> mm. um, but yeah, I mean, it's absolutely tragic, really, the way it's done. And Andrew Garfield really does throw himself into it. And I thought that was... It, yeah, it, it's pretty good. It's... Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I mean, imagine doing that yourself. Like, just you being asked by a director oh you can sing can't you well kind of do you want to do you want to do a whole musical and you're like uh yeah sure (laughs) and then having to be the actual star of that that's mental that is absolutely mental um but yeah there's there's one scene for this that stands out in the whole film and it's the scene where they actually put the performance on in that room that's really well lit and he goes and sits in the back of it and he just closes his eyes because he's literally so stressed. Um, Which is obviously, you know, foreshadowing the fact that he dies before rent because he's so stressed about what the Mm. outcome's going to be. But when um, Bradley Whitford, who, by the way, I love, he's like one of my favourite actors, walks in 
and then it sort of changes the whole dynamic of that scene as well. I just really, I really enjoyed that. Really good. Um, yeah, I yeah, I the sing the rest of the singing got in the way for me, but that one scene, <laughs> if I could take anything away from that film, it would be that one bit. Perfect. So there. Well, okay. Weren't expecting enough. that. Where? <laughs> I, I was not. I was not. I will not lie. I will not lie. Just <laughs> dropped the microphone there. Just walked away. Mm. Done. There you go. Um, awesome. So this song obviously has a lot of standout songs in it. So I'm going to make you pick your favourites. Um, so my favourites on this one is the 3090, which is the original, the opening song, um, and Therapy, because I think it's a very mocking way of having an argument with your partner. That was my favourite <laughs> song. I love the argument if song. You, if you take away the argument part and you listen to the soundtrack, it is, yeah. It was imagine. funny. Not my fault. <laughs> yeah, it was just two people just very passively, aggressively saying the same thing at each other, and I love it. Yeah. It's, it's such a great song. Yeah. Um, but the one that really kind of got me um, was a song he talked when he's singing about Michael later on, which I'll get to later when we talk about it a bit later. But that that that, that hit me. But um, so what about you guys? What's your favorite song about this? Start with Marcus. Any any standout songs for you? I not trying to steal your ideas, but literally the two you just mentioned. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like you say, that the Michael one it was emotional, um, but just in terms of like upbeat music, I, that's why I prefer the other two. Okay, cool. How you, Chloe? I mean, so many good ones. I love 3090. It was a great opener. Therapy. Love that Yeehaw country vibe and the manic energy that it has. Why just made me want to cry. It's such a gorgeous, like, open friendship. It's beautiful. Um, And I just want to say the fact that they cut Green Green Dress out of this film is a fucking criminal offense because the version that they made (laughs) is so good. But they didn't show it until. They put it in the second half of the credits. This is a Netflix film. No one is going to be watching in the credits. <laughs> Why um, would you put it there? No I one's actually watched the entire credits of this film. Well, thank God, because you're the only one who did. I didn't know until someone else told me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened because I couldn't turn it off because I like right. I, I don't know how to defend this. Because I literally <laughs> saw the amount of time on the thing and I was like, oh my God, I, there's no way I'm going to watch a musical that's two and a half hours long. That's just not going to happen. And then the credits ended and I was like, oh no, what's happened? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there was a scene at the credits? No, it was just music. It was just music, Marcus. Just music. And then what happens, Marcus, right? What happens is Samuel Jackson comes in at the end and says, you're going to be part of the Avengers initiative. <laughs> Okay, as long as I don't say what again, then I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I needed some time to recover after the ending, because I think the ending of this film is quite hard-hitting. So Mm. like, then seeing the real guy on the sort of homemade videotapes was like, that was also quite emotional as well. And then, yeah, it just sort of followed into the music, and I just sort of let it do its thing. It was. I find that a lot. I find that a lot with films that then shows you like the footage of the real people yeah. after a lot of biographies. You do tend to kind of stick with it. I always like it when they do that. That is good. It's a nice mm. touch. It was at this point uh, Niall had his seventh drink. 
No, I didn't actually have anything to drink yesterday. That's why I literally didn't think I was going to make it through this film. And that's how I know it's a good film, because I actually... It, do you know what? It didn't feel like two and a half hours, even though it was a musical. But No, it did run really quick. I, I honestly quick. think yeah. this film would have worked if it didn't have as much music in it. If it was just acting, would have... I mean, it would have just been mm. as emotional, and it's a good story. Yeah. It just is. Literally, yeah. It, it does tackle a lot of kind of heavy um, heavy topics and, you know, being set kind of during the AIDS epidemic in yeah. the 90s and kind of that emotional relationship with him and Susan and him and Michael as well, which there is that underlying kind of he does have feelings for Michael. Um, it does hit you so much. And when you see kind of all his friends, you know, getting AIDS and dying and all the funerals going to it's it's that kind of underlying emotional part of it which didn't kind of fit well in between the songs you've also got that you've got that weird sort of thing as well that he feels like he's the one being left behind but actually Mm. he's also going to sort of die young as well it's he doesn't want to die without he he believes he's you know everybody's dying around him he wants to kind of achieve what he wants because no, I'm I'm past thirty. I I know life like life still goes on after thirty, but a lot of people do worry about getting to thirty, and you know we've had conversations with other people that I I, I know through the website and and other, elsewhere. It's it is a worry with people. Like, well, my life is over when it gets to thirty. So I think that kind of resonates with a lot of people as well. But I think the fact that he actually died like the day before rent went on is just. Mm. I mean, there's something to that. That's. That is pretty heartbreaking from whatever way you look at it. And uh, that it ran, how long did that run for? Like, I, I mean, doesn't it have the record for the longest running Broadway? It's very popular. 12 years. <laughs> it's 12 years. 12 years. It was, it was on Broadway for 12. Mental. Absolutely mad. Yeah. You can't make We're this stuff up. About. <laughs> I've, never, I, I've never seen it or know really anything about it. But I know that it was, I mean, it's been everywhere, isn't it? They did London showings of Rent. What is Rent? Yeah, done, you know, and they've also done TV specials as well, and you know, they've done live live performances like that. So I know Vanessa Hutchins, who we all know from High School Musical, um, I don't who know. is the when you're doing when, when he's doing the the, the three person show, and he's got the main girl who's doing the singing. Oh, she's um, amazing. That's Vanessa Hutchinson. Oh, she's good, and the guy, the she, guy's really good as well. But she did Rent. Twice. Oh, in real life. Mm. Uh, she did. She did the live TV versions of it. So, what is her name? Vanessa Hutchins. No, I mean in this. In this, it's something weird. Oh, in this one, like caress, caressa. Uh, is it caressa? Caressa. Right, yeah. Oh my god, I remember the names of the characters. That's amazing. Okay, we need to stop I this now. <laughs> could not have guessed. <laughs> god damn it. Oh, she's 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 also in my uh, my number one film of last year, My Little Pony: The New Generation. Ah, <laughs> classic. That won an Oscar, that didn't it? Such a good film. <laughs> it should do. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it is is Tick Tick Boom up for Oscar, Chloe? Because you know more about Oscar. Yeah, it must be. It must be. Oh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I'll Google it. I think I heard that it was. Because yeah. I think that's why they were talking about is. it on the radio. Um. Oh, actually, no, he, he's up for an Oscar for something, it. but I don't know if he's up for this. Is he best actor? 
Yeah, I think it might be for that um, other film he did. He did like a biopic. It might be for that. Let's find out. Andrew Garfield. Academy he did say Awards. if he wins the Oscar, he'll do Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I really want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not Will Smith, I don't mind. <laughs> How'd you find out? It's all about who's hosting it and not winning the awards. Exactly, I'll find out. It says uh, 2022 Oscar nominee. Nominee? Is that what? Yeah, nominee. Nominee. The soundtrack to this film is brilliant, though. I do love the soundtrack to this movie. Uh, no, it is for Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, wow. Tick, That's tick, nice. Boom. Yeah. I'm um, honestly not surprised, to be honest. Ben- Benedict C- Cumberland Sausage Patch is a uh, Power of the Dog. <laughs> oh, did you see Power of the Dog? Uh, no. Not yet, no. Norms. It's not that good. The oh, acting's no. really good in it, but the story is pretty wank, to be honest. Oh, Denzel Washington's been uh, up there for a best actor. He's not going to get it, but good for him. He should do. <laughs> I like Denzel Washington. Although all he does in films is say two lines and then be quiet again. They don't give I won't lie. Lines. I have not heard of half these films this year. No? Uh, all, all, the, all the best actresses and... Um, Movie-wise, Spencer, Christian Stewart, which yeah, I suppose that's the probably the most oh the Diana one obvious win, yeah, yeah. Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos, Parallel Mothers, Olivia Coleman might win again because she's Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Judy Dench, she's been West Side Story. Apparently, that's really good. That is very good. Yeah, it's going straight to Disney Plus apparently. And the shooter is it? I will watch it. I. Because, um, yeah, all the camera... Like, it's a Steven Spielberg film. I mean, it's going to be good. Mm. I mean, animated, animated features. I didn't like Ready with Enchanto. <laughs> Nothing for uh, French Dispatch. Such a letdown, no. that film. Well, that's going to be a... Oh, what's that going to be on? It's not. I wanted to say it's going to be on Disney Plus, but it's going to be It's on already something. on there. Oh, yeah. It's okay, on there cool. um, They've just actually um, done, like, a Where's Anderson dump. There's about six or seven of his films on there now. Oh, cool. Um, but, that yeah. Be a bloody good screen. Is it going to be a bloody good, good screen pick for next time now? <laughs> no, I don't really want to watch that again. I've seen it twice now and mm. I'm still not impressed. Oh, okay. Right, should we carry on with this podcast? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so it is, heart- it is heartbreaking, the whole kind of the song Why. And kind of his relationship with Michael, and that does, does break you. It does break you. But um, any more you guys want to add? I guess um, it's just a really good film. I think it's one of the best kind of portrayals of like what the creative process is like, and how mm. manic it can feel, and how beaten down you can feel from it like that bit where his agent tells him to just like keep on writing and move on to the next thing and that's just what it is i was like oh mm-hmm. that, that bit hurt because <laughs> it's true mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but yeah just i love it I've, yeah i've spoken to so many authors over the last year and a bit and it's pretty much is i don't really think about the, the book i just wrote i'm working on the next one <laughs> <clears throat> quite sad really you spend all that time putting all your 
energy and passion into something yeah. and just when you finish it you don't really have a chance to actually enjoy it you just simply have to be like ah it's done right okay, yeah, but it, it was worse because everybody loved it it's like everybody loved it but it's not gonna sell so hmm. you're gonna have to do all that again for something that will sell something more generic mm-hmm. than the thing you've poured your heart into and that's yeah. what's horrible about this film. But it, it does... it the, the film, as well, tries to chuck in little curveballs that sort of turn you against the main character as well, which I was kind of impressed by, because there's literally a line in there where his, I guess, ex-girlfriend... Um, I can't remember what happens, but they're having like this emotional um, moment where they're about to get back together, and then she sees his no. face, and then she's like... You're literally thinking about how to write a song about this, aren't you? And oh, but that like, bit's so good. He, <laughs> he's tapping her shoulder. He's tapping her shoulder, isn't he? Yeah. To the, to the rhythm of a song, yeah. And I, like, I that's what I love it. about this film. Like it sticks bits in like that that make you think, oh, maybe, you know, maybe he is just <laughs> a douche. Yeah, and that's that's what I love. It was, yeah. There's all those little bits that just add together to be just an absolute perfect film. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I have to then go into the ultimate question is, is this a bloody good screen? Uh, so Marcus, would you class this as a bloody good screen? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, all the cast played their roles really well. I, I don't think there was anyone really that stuck out from either poor acting or you could tell there's no passion, uh, especially Andrew. He, You could really tell he probably got into this role. Like, he was emotional about the whole thing. And I think that's really what kept me invested. I'll call this my ultimate bloke screen. I really, really like this. This is one of my surprises of the year for me so far. Um, no, I, I'm a huge fan of it. I've still listened to the soundtrack. I've listened to the soundtrack multiple times a day while writing the notes for this podcast and, and before. Um, no, ultimate bloke screen for me. Um, Chloe, how about you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember when you were watching it and you were like, oh, I don't know how I feel about it yet or whatever and then (laughs) by the end of it you're like i'm crying (laughs) i i did literally pull my eyes out to that bit when uh, michael was like i have a i I have hiv and i'm like no i was in the kitchen that time doing washing up i was like no michael i'm gonna turn this off (laughs) i I think it was worse i think i'm going to cry (laughs) i think it was worse the first time he did that because he was like "Uh, we're not all going to be around forever and he did that sort of walk away stroppily sort of thing when they were having mm. the argument. And I was like, oh no, something bad's Either about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but then Ooh, if, you, if you add on to that at the end, then when uh, it shows the final play and you see Michael and the crowd clapping and supporting his friend, yeah, it, it just it's nice that even though everything's going on, they're still trying to be together as much as they can to support mm. each other. Mm. Just oh, so much emotion throughout this whole thing. Well, on Netflix, it actually says in the mm. description, this film is emotional. <laughs> Thank you, Netflix. I know how to feel now. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you forget. Netflix helps me feel. <laughs> cool. Right, um, Niall. Oh, yeah, like I was trying not to get you to ask me, but uh, yeah, um... <laughs> I hate right. I hate the fact that this is the best film we've watched this year by quite a large margin. Um it's brilliant. It's really it is really good and it just happens to be a musical which I'm ignoring that fact. It's brilliant. Um, right, we'll uh, we'll get you on that musical train one day, one, one way or another. 
You're going to get converted. Well, this uh, just the acting's brilliant. The direction's brilliant. The just whole script of it is just so well done that I'm still thinking about it now. Like mm. little tiny bits just keep popping into my brain. I think, oh well, oh yeah, that yeah, you know, and yeah, it's good. Watch it. It, it might be two and a half hours long, and it might have fucking music in it, but it's so good. So that is another four bloody good screens. So far, we've done so well with this. It's great. It's great. I do have a question for Niall, uh, just to sort of really see how good this film is. Uh, Niall, was it better than Hellraiser 2? Uh, no. But I would like to say that actually I'm going to do an ultimate good screen on this one. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Ooh, I wasn't expecting that. Wasn't expecting that at all. I, I two ultimates and two buddy. The worst part is as well. I started watching this at like ten o'clock at night, and I was like, hey, "I'm not, I'm not going to make it through. I'm going to fall asleep." And then literally ended up watching the end of the credits as well. Like, <laughs> just mm-hmm. yeah, something happened. Show as well. Something happened. Yeah. yeah. Netflix helped you feel. <laughs> it's like the Grinch. Your heart grew four times in big, uh, or four times in size. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think it was your heart that grew four times in size. Maybe there will be a Christmas this year. I was waiting for that. But no, that's it. So that's fine. Good. Well, that is uh, two ultimates and two bloody goods. So uh, can't go wrong with that. So that was the amazing Tick Tick Boom. Um, but next month, we're going back to our horror roots. So. Chloe's pick this time, and it is the reboot of the Universal Horror Classic, The Invisible Man, which I've been quite looking forward to seeing. I haven't seen this yet, so I'm looking forward to this one. And Marcus's choice, which I completely forgot. <laughs> well, you said we're going back to the horror roots, and uh, sorry to disappoint, but the only horrifying part about this is the fact that Niall's got to watch another animated film. Uh, it's well, the like animated films. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I don't know. Anything <laughs> yeah, that's... No, Anything that's no, 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 sorry, now I know what it is. I can I can re re, re- do that. But <laughs> <laughs> to so, be honest, I'm just glad that you've said animated film and it's not on Pornhub. That's literally <laughs> the only thing I'm relieved about. Do you not like those videos I send? <laughs> I'd never open them. Not after oh, last time. <laughs> I was wondering why oh, you were okay, so happy yeah. with me. Still, it's like, has he not seen the last video? Yeah, I don't look at it. Him. Yeah, oh, fair yeah. enough then. <laughs> <laughs> explains a lot okay. so that was the amazing tick tick boom um, so next month we're going to go back to our horror roots with Chloe's pick which is the invisible man and Marcus's pick of the Mitchells and the Machines which versus... is a very very good uh, very. and Marcus's pick the Mitchells versus the Machines which is a very good animated, animated movie so I'd like to see what you guys think of that one before we get to this month's sponsor I am going to do another shout out for an amazing event coming up in the Royal Albert Hall. Royal Albert Hall are launching their live movie series. So they'll be playing movies like uh, Superman, Titanic, and the Epic Lord of the Rings with a live score by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, I'll be giving my own review in May of the event and head over to the Royal Albert Hall's website and click on the link in the description to find out more. But the tickets will range between £39 and £89. And do not miss out on it. It sounds like an awesome, awesome event. And you can always YouTube it and see uh, clips from the last one. So go ahead and do that. 
As always, like a big like the oh, fuck it. <laughs> as always, that was the same place as last time. I know. I get tongue tied. Sorry. As always, thank you to our sponsor, Bubble Book Club, for sponsoring the podcast here and over Blake Reads. They are the UK's best horror and thriller book box service, bringing you all the wonders of a haunted bookshop right to your door every month. You have two amazing boxes, the Four Guts box, which includes a brand new book, a possibly haunted second-hand book, either a magazine or another indie title as well. Guts not included. Guts not included. And you also get UK snacks, hot drinks, <laughs> and spooky surprise. Uh, if you... Uh, fuck off. Sorry. If only, <laughs> Just if Marcus, you only... <laughs> Marcus helping you do the advert there made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> if you only fancy the books then you can also get the bare bones box as well head over to bottle book club at greatjoy.com and use the code buddy goodreads to get 10 percent off your first box you can also follow us over at twitter at bloody good screen and bloody good reads uh instagram at bloody good reads or the slash app at bloody good reads as well if you enjoy the show please give us a five star review over on spotify and youtube no, YouTube, fuck it. <laughs> if you enjoy the show, pick us a five-star review over Spotify <laughs> and iTunes. Um, it does get our eyes out, does get us out there, more eyes on the product. Our eyes out there, that made no fucking sense. I'm going to re-say that again. Yeah, eyes out there. It does get more eyes on the product, so do please give us a give us a star review. If it's anything under five stars, please don't give it. Uh, I've been your host, <laughs> my God. And this has been a musical month. So uh, it's been goodbye from me. Goodbye from Chloe. Bye. Goodbye from Niall. Two things. Is Marcus the product? And um, <laughs> now I'm off to watch, uh, listen to Bohemian Rhapsody by uh, Panic at the Disco. So, Nate. <laughs> and a goodbye from Marcus. Toodles. Should have sung that. Well, do you know what? We should have done an acapella, but oh, that's for another time. I reckon we could do that. Harmonize. Toodles. Noodles. 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 Sounds like noodles, just a bit of an accent at the beginning. I like noodles. What do, oh, I do like noodles. Noodles are nice. Toodly noodles. Toodly noodly. Toodly noodles. Toodle noodle. <laughs> Toodle your noodle. <laughs> we tease. <laughs> <laughs>